Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, here we go, everybody, on a short week, hopefully for everyone. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Monday, the 21st day of November 2022. It's Thanksgiving week, Big J. Yeah! Gobble, gobble, my friend. Have you uh, made your Thanksgiving plans as of yet? Yeah. You know what's up? Yep. You know what you're responsible for? Yeah, there's a spreadsheet. Oh, my God. You guys really are messing around. How many people are you having to cook for? Well, listen, I don't know who... I don't know... Well, the spreadsheet is only telling me what to cook, for the most part. (laughs) Um... But yeah, there's there's gonna be no. I don't. No, no, no. I don't at all. But uh, it was an attempt to be organized. Gotcha. But yeah, we're having that at our in-laws, and um, so uh, you know, there's people coming in from out of town. All right. Um, So there's gonna be a few people there. So what are you responsible for? Making stuffing and uh, some green beans, and I gotta make. You know, my stuffing has sausage in it. Uh huh. But uh, I bet it does. My vegetarian. Niece is coming, so I got to make a vegetarian version of it as well. Which just basically means not adding sauce. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, and yeah. how many people is it for? Like, how do you have to like I, make I, a vat? I don't. That's a great question. I think there's gonna be eight or nine. Wow. Okay. Well, listen. Best of luck. So, what do you? Will you knock that out like Wednesday, like the day before, or do you like do it even yeah, earlier? Maybe tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, listen, man. Knock it out. I've had your stuffing. It's delicious. Uh, Thanks, man. I know. I know. You know what you're doing. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic Thanksgiving. Hopefully. That is the case for all of you as you prepare for what's going on this week. It should be a good one, and hopefully it's a short one. I know some people, unfortunately, have to work Black Friday in the retail world, and even some people, although less than most, uh, will have to actually hold things down on Thanksgiving. And so for those that do that, we appreciate you more than you know. Had a scary close call yesterday, Nick. What happened? Thought the furnace died. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It sure felt like that way when we woke up on Sunday morning, and it was freezing. It was like, you know, probably close to 59 degrees in our house. That's cold. And um, That's even a, Big J cold. Yeah, it was. I was like, this is cold for me. But uh, it was just a dirty sensor. Thankfully, we have an HVAC person in the in the family, I guess. So You didn't know? No, it was uh, Mason's boyfriend's brother. Got you. So he came over and just double-checked it. Where, now, yeah. you say dirty sensor, like on the furnace or on the AC unit? In the, in the furnace. Okay, yeah, so you were separate. able to just clean it off and then it was good to go. Yeah. That's good. Thank goodness. Because you had just transferred over a bunch of stuff, so who knows what could have gotten. Sunday Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, it's like, okay, who do you call and then how much is that going to cost? Yeah, exactly. For an emergency trip out there. Were you making plans to like go someplace else just in case? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we made to. a couple calls. <laughs> That makes sense. Because Until we found out, and Kyle's like, hey, my brother, this is what he does. And I'm like, oh. Nice. And he was able to come over. And then we gave him money. Nice. You helped him out? You didn't offer him some stuffing? With sausage? No. Well, maybe one day you will. 
Today on the show, we got a chance for you to join the Bearded Badass Club, although odds are it's going to a celebrity and not you, so you'll have to keep that in mind as well. But there are also chances for you to win some stuff from us. We have some good times, including getting qualified for that UTV that we're giving away. That's going to happen at 7.30. We're going to go to hell as well over the course of the show today. Should be a good Monday show. We're kicking things off with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is Under the Bridge here on The Morning After on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's something about playing Wyoming that brings out the rough side in the Boise State football team. And it was a rough one on Saturday night, but they ended up pulling it off, Big J. Got off to a lackluster start. The offense really couldn't do much of anything. Defense was missing six of the 11 starters, and it showed. But they found a way to come through in the end as Boise State defeated Wyoming 20-17. to that's your final score, although, boy, did they seem like they really wanted to give it away there towards the end. But what that means is Boise State will win the Mountain Division title, and they will also host the Mountain West Championship game on the blue December 3rd. And so that is happening. That was the goal they had going into the season. The season started out really bad for the Broncos. Yep. They had to change quarterbacks halfway through. They had a quarterback transfer out. And then uh, Dirk Cutter came in as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, they fired somebody. That's a first. Right, and uh, and that seemed to turn the team around a little bit. And they've had some ups and downs since that's happened as well. I don't think anybody would be truly happy with the way that they played on Saturday, but it was enough to get the win. And I, I don't know what they did to J.L. Skinner on the ride home, but God willing, they gave him some sort of celebration because that man saved the game not once but twice, really, with an interception late. And then George Halani uh, uncharacteristically fumbled the ball away with 45 seconds left right in field goal territory for Wyoming, which could have forced overtime at the very least. But for whatever reason, they decided to throw at the end zone again into double coverage. And J.L. Skinner picked the game off uh, at the end to secure the victory and give the Broncos the win. It was certainly a nail-biting finish for you Bronco fans, for sure. But a good one and a uh, beautiful win for the Broncos, setting up another Mountain West Division championship game. And believe it or not, it's been a while since they've won one of these, too. You know, I mean, uh, they betted them, but uh, they've gotten upset a couple of times, and so they need to win a championship for the conference. I think they'd want one. And of yeah. course, they're bowl eligible, and so we'll see what ends up happening going forward. But they've been bowl eligible forever. It's true. Will they get to play in a bowl game? <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. It's been a several seasons since that's happened as well for your Boise State Broncos. But uh, I know that being bowl eligible doesn't mean as much as winning the conference championship, which is what they really, really want to do here to wrap up the season, and now they have a chance to do it at home on December 3rd. So even though they have another home game before that happens, you do know that there are tickets available now for you if you want to check out that game in person. And then we have the NFL over the weekend. Man, I mean, there's like three good quarterbacks in the NFL, Big J. Everybody else is really, really hard to watch. There were a lot of low-scoring, close games, mind you, but really hard games to watch yesterday. That Jets-Patriots game was on in hell until the very last game, that last snap of the, the game, really, where the punt return was returned for the yeah. to give the Patriots the win. But that was a rough game to watch. The Commanders-Texans was gross as well. That Raiders-Broncos game was hard, even though it went into overtime. I feel so bad for Raiders fans, because that's pretty much every Raiders game. I know, I know. And the Ravens-Panthers game was unwatchable. I mean, there were just some really bad football games yesterday. Uh, but some also some pretty decent ones as well. I mean, that Chiefs-Chargers Sunday Night Football game was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and 
and you know, depending on when you tuned in, the Bengals-Steelers game was okay, but most of them were rough. You got Monday Night Football tonight, 49ers and Cardinals. Don't know if Kyler Murray's going to be playing tonight. He'll be a game-time decision, so it could be Colt McCoy v. Jimmy Garoppolo tonight. We're not exactly sure how that's all going to play off. And Big J, uh, I wanted to make sure I mentioned this because I know you're excited. World Cup kicked off over the weekend okay. as well. Ecuador knocking off the home team, uh, Qatar 2 to nothing to kick off World Cup play. Black Panther still dominating at the box office, not surprising anybody in its second weekend, $67 million. Uh, this is slightly higher than Black Adam's opening weekend of $67 million. That is to say, uh, people enjoy Marvel movies. The menu came in second, $9 million. The Chosen Season 3, whatever the hell that is, came in at number 3 with $8.2 million. Black Adam sitting at number 4, and then Ticket to Paradise coming in at number 5 at the box office, but people still going to check out Black Panther, and they probably will for the foreseeable future, probably at least until a couple weeks from now when Avatar comes out. I do expect that to be the number one movie. I'm still not exactly sure how much it'll make, but I do expect it to do okay. We'll see, man. We will see, together and collectively as well. That is Bush more than machines here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't think I have to tell you how popular Pickleball has gotten in just a very short amount of time. Oh, yeah. It is incredibly popular. In fact, are you watching that television show that is focused I, on pickleball? I got, I, I got to watch maybe like 15 minutes of it uh, earlier this week, but yeah. I, I just uh, been passing. So you, it wasn't so. enough to keep you watching, or you had no, other I stuff going on? No, I was in the middle of other doing other stuff. So. Do you remember what the celebrities were that were playing? Let's see. I think uh, Paul Shear was playing. I mean, there was, gosh, you know, Will Ferrell. Former guest the morning after. Will Ferrell was playing? Yeah. I, well, I didn't see a lot of play. I, I saw a lot of interview stuff sure. that they were doing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new. I think it's called Pickled, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and it is on CBS if you want to talk about it. But it's becoming very popular here in the Treasure Valley. There's pickleball courts popping up all over the place, and it's becoming the new sport to play for people of a certain age. Once you uh, are north of thirty, it's it's one of those games where you can feel like you can play and be good at without a whole hell of a lot of physical exertion. Yeah, you feel but, like you're being athletic. Yes, exactly. When you're really just playing a large version of table tennis, but that's okay. It's fine. I mean, listen, it looks like it's fun. It and everybody's having a good time playing it. That's great. But what is happening, Big J, is in the last three months alone, we are hurting ourselves playing pickleball at an incredible rate. Uh, according to the Sports and Fitness Industry Association, about 5 million people across the country have picked up playing pickleball over the course of the last couple of months, which is pretty impressive when you think about it out loud. But as more people pick up paddles, there's a lot of pickleball-related injuries. And people are playing, and now they can't stop, and it is a mess. According to that same place, the Sports and Fitness Industry Association, they have seen about 2,500 uh, per week injuries revolving around pickleball, which is a significant amount because, well, again, it focuses on an age bracket that isn't exactly super active. And when they're out there and doing stuff, the odds of getting hurt are, I guess, up a little bit more. And so, uh, basically, they are inundated with people injuring. Mostly, it's knee injuries that people are suffering playing pickleball. I think they're probably forgetting they're old. Uh, exactly. Uh, knee and hip pain are uh, the two biggest problems they have with people playing pickleball because it's a lot of stopping and pivoting and that kind of stuff to hit the ball or, I guess, whatever it's called, the pickle, maybe. I'm not sure what the ball and pickleball is called. And so, it is something you need to be aware of that, yes, even though it's low demand and low kind of, like, effort workout, it also can 
can cause some injuries if you don't stretch, which is one of the things the Sport and Industry Association highly recommend that you do before you play pickleball is stretch it up to make sure you've got the ligaments kind of uh, ready to go and warmed up before you start slapping that ball around, as it were. And so that way you can actually feel a little bit better and not hurt yourself playing pickleball, which does seem like it can be fun. But yes, it is It is essentially like a, a low-impact version of tennis, if you will. Yeah. And so there are a lot, there's a little bit of stopping and starting, and there's, you know, a lot of reaching, and you can certainly hurt yourself if you're not prepared to play in the right way. So even though it doesn't seem like it's a super active activity, it certainly is a workout and certainly can still hurt yourself doing it. So try to err on the side of caution when it comes to that stuff. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you see yourself playing pickleball ever, Big J? Probably not. No. Uh, but uh, it does look like fun. As long as you're watching it on TV, that counts, right? Sure. That's that's the uh, that's the stance we've taken in our later years. But just a reminder, be careful because now they're seeing injuries pop up all over the place. And we know you want to be popular and you don't want to take part in a fad, but we certainly don't want you to, you know, have tear your ACL in the process or, you know, rupture your Achilles tendon. None of that's fun. Yeah, don't get on the IR. And you can certainly do that playing pickleball. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're adding somebody to the Bearded Badass Hall of Fame next on the X Rocks. I the Beard Smith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And if we're being on, oh, by the way, uh, the uh, Bearded Badass brought to you by the Beardsmith, and uh, they've got two locations, one in Caldwell, one in Garden City. You can make some appointments to go get your beard trimmed, even your haircut at thebeardsmith.com, and they have a great lineup of beard greases that they uh, keep fresh there all the time that you should probably check out if you have yourself a beard. And if we're being honest, one might ask why it took so long to get to this gentleman into the halls of Bearded Badass, especially if we're going to give a pass for having a clean-shaven face for most of their career. But man, what a hell of a career Sylvester Stallone has had. True, it wasn't until recently that Stallone has been rolling with the facial hair, but I'll make an exception here. Stallone decided early on that he wanted to be involved in the arts. And growing up in New York, then attending high school in Philadelphia, he ended up majoring in drama at Miami-Dade University. And like most actors, he was discovered acting in a play at a time where thing- things seemed most bleak. But everything would soon turn around, a few roles here and there, until he decided to write himself a role. And Rocky was born. In 1977, Stallone was the third actor in cinema to be nominated for two Academy Awards for Best Original Screenplay and Best Actor. Stallone's film Rocky was introduced or inducted in the National Film Registry and had its props uh, placed in the Smithsonian Museum. Stallone's use of the front entrance to the Philadelphia Museum of Art in the Rocky series led the area to be nicknamed the Rocky Steps, some place that he goes to quite often, and there are always people running up and down those steps, just like in the movie Rocky. Uh, Philadelphia has a statue that, of the character, as I just said, and uh, he was voted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Now, Stallone bet on himself over and over again, and this is just one of the reasons why I was inspired to tattoo the man's face on my body. Now, while the role of Rambo, as we know it, was more of an actions 80 thing, the original First Blood was a dramatic turn, telling the tale of veterans returning from home in uh, Vietnam, and was one of the first real conversations about PTSD in mainstream media. It would take a few projects after first blood for Stallone to become the action hero of the 80s that we remember and man he was a box office slam raising earning almost four billion dollars with movies but you know into the early 2000s his career kind of took a downturn until he decided to get involved and bring back some of those mainstay characters Rocky Balboa 
and Rambo. Both of those movies he wrote and directed and reinvigorated his career, created The Expendables, and doing some things here and there, appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, a now at TV uh, series called Tulsa King on Paramount+. Plus. If you just uh, listen to what the man has to say, keep punching is what he always says. That's how he always uh, ends all of his uh, you know, uh, Instagram accounts and those sort of things. And realistically, that's what the man's done over and over again. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I love the dude. He just keeps punching. And no matter what the stakes or the odds are, he just keeps working it out. Yeah, he's pretty good at what he does. And uh, he's a guy that is very, very talented. Have you watched any of this, Tulsa King? Uh, no, not yet. Are you not interested no, in I, it? No, I am. I'm trying to get the wife interested before I start watching it. But if she's not going to come on board here pretty soon, I'm going to is it up. Is it an action or a drama-based kind of thing? I think it's it's kind of like a drama. Okay, because I did see yeah. it this weekend, and I did notice that it was like new episode every week. And I'm like, oh, I'll wait a while. But I wasn't really sure what the actual mood of the show was was but i'm excited to see him uh go to television because you're right this is the first other than like the contender that he put together right. this is like the first thing that he's really done in the tv world right yes because he's been a mostly a movie dude which makes sense to me and then at some point there is the other the, the new expendables that he's done is that complete and just waiting i, for I think it's post-production okay because, uh, you know, they had the poster and the promotional materials, which makes me think they've done some screenings at some point, but maybe it's not all the way done just exactly yet. But there will be another, uh, I guess, dip in the pool in that universe as well, yes? Yep. So uh, he's not going anywhere anytime soon, and thank goodness for that. And you're right, he does sport some facial hair these days, so good for him. The silver fox look for Sylvester Silver fox. With uh, the facial hair. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the Beard of Badass Hall of Fame, Sly. You probably deserve to be there for sure. <laughs> Well, Big J, Thanksgiving is Thursday, in case you're unaware. And if you are planning on traveling for the holiday, it's probably going to be more expensive than you planned for. AAA has put it together and predicts about 49 million of us will hit the road for the holiday. And Gas Buddy, hi, Gas Buddy, reports that on Thanksgiving Day, the national average for a gallon of gas is predicted to be $3.68, about 20 cents higher than last year. Now, this last record high in Thanksgiving gas prices back in 2012 with a national average of 344. AAA reports that while nationwide averages for gas prices is higher, there are about 13 states where some gas stations are cheaper than average. So keep that in mind. Idaho, not one of them, of course. So if you are making the trek for this Thanksgiving holiday, keep that in mind. The one thing AAA points out is this is what makes this different than years past is. They can't figure out why gas is so expensive. It's not the shortage of gasoline. Oil prices aren't out of control. It's almost like gas companies are just setting the price high because they know we'll pay it, Big J, and we are. And, weirdly enough, we never point our finger at them. We're too busy pointing our fingers at other people as to why the gas prices are so high. And they just continue to rape in record profits, and it becomes just a circle, you know? I mean, in other places, you can say, oh, listen, there was a gas line shutdown or there were some, you know, pipeline issues or transportation issues. But that's not the case at this particular time. Right now, everything's flowing like it's supposed to be flowing. Oil is actually affordable as far as the stock market is concerned. So everybody's like, I guess the gas is $3.68 because us idiots will pay it. And we continue to do so. And so until we change that, I guess you can expect record high prices. Big chance. It's frustrating, I understand, but 
I'm more concerned with the diesel prices, not so much the gas prices. Yeah? Is that affecting your, uh, your, your transportation? Yeah, well, that's what's affecting a lot of the prices of everything, because that's how it's transported for the most part. Yeah, it's true. That is true. But, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where that's not a shortage either. And oh, so, well, that's not necessarily accurate. And there are far fewer diesel refineries than there are no, gasoline refineries. No, you're absolutely true. You're absolutely right about that particular point. But if, as far as anywhere that I can see, there's not a shortage of any of that stuff anywhere that they're at least reporting on it. After a lackluster start in Laramie, Boise State found a way to gain momentum and reach the end zone in the second half. They beat Wyoming 20-17, but really, it took J.L. Skinner to save the day with back-to-back interceptions late in the fourth quarter to secure the victory. But what that means is Boise State now wins the Mountain Division and the rights to host the Mount West Championship game. That's going to happen on the blue on December 3rd, so hopefully they can get a chance to bring it all home on that particular day. Got another home game before that all wraps up, but it is what the Broncos at least wanted to secure this season. That was one of their goals, to host and win the Mount West Championship, and now they have a chance to do so again this season, despite the rough start this year. The Atlanta Falcons beat the Chicago Bears yesterday. The Buffalo Bills over the Cleveland Browns. That game was in Detroit. The Eagles came back on the Colts 17-16 to win. Patriots over the Jets. The Saints beat the Rams. The Lions over the Giants. The Ravens beat the Panthers. Commanders over the Texans. Raiders beat the Broncos in overtime. Cowboys absolutely throttled the Vikings on the road. The Bengals beat the Steelers in overtime. And the Chiefs over the Chargers with a late touchdown and a hat trick from Travis Kelsey. We've got Cardinals and 49ers tonight on Monday Night Football to wrap up the week. And Big J, the HBO show White Lotus is very popular, so much so they have renewed it for another season. The third season will once again feature new guests and a different White Lotus resort. This has turned into an anthology series when it wasn't really planned to be one, but because of the popularity of the show, it has taken off, and the second season numbers are better than the first. And so they're like, why don't we just keep this train going and see what other stars we can bring into the White Lotus. So if you are a fan of that show, or at least that style, know it'll be back for yet another season on HBO and HBO Max. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your round of important stuff. That is Waiting on the Sky to Change. Star Set Breaking Benjamin teaming up on that track here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it is time to try to get somebody qualified for our brand new CF Moto Side-by-Side UTV that Big J, you got to experience up close and personal on Friday. It's a pretty nice piece of machinery, right? Yeah. So if you want in on this action, which is, by the way, worth a little bit over $11,000, we are giving it away for free at the beginning of next month. In order to win that, you have to be qualified. In order to be qualified, a great way to do so is to be Caller X right now at 208-287-1003 and play a little game we call UTV. Lots of words in the English language. We narrow them down. Because the word that I'm thinking of begins with either a U, a T, or a V. Use the clues I'm going to give you to come up with the word that I'm thinking of. And boom, you are officially qualified for this gorgeous CF Moto UTV courtesy of Volkswagen of Boise as well as Birds of Prey Motorsports. And let's see how we do today. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? John. All right, John, you're up first. I'm going to give you some clues. you got to figure out what word I am thinking of. It starts with either a U, a T, or V. Are you ready? You bet. All right, clue number one. If I had to guess, I would say you're probably wearing these right now. Underwear. 
Dude, one and done. Oh, good job. Is, is that a baby van? Uh, I mean, it could be. Maybe you just think of underwear all the time, John. I don't want to judge, but good job, my friend. You are officially qualified for the CF Moto side by side UTV. Hang on, we will get some additional information from you. Yeah. Sometimes that easy. Yeah. The other clues were usually these go on before you put on your pants or shorts. And if you're a dude, people probably ask you boxers or briefs when it comes to this U-word. Well done. And it all is about underwear. And that indeed is one of the many words that begins with a U. And today's winner is John. You can play along with Adam at 530 again today for your next chance to get in on this action and qualify for the UTV. We're doing it all this week, heading into the big Thanksgiving weekend. So get ready to have some fun and win along with us we are going to go to hell that's happening next on the x rocks the The morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks to china we go for today's we're going to hell story in a story that reminds us that the human body you know as much crap as we put it through pretty resilient bro yeah. As a World War II veteran in China is 95 years old, Big J. And he recently took a fall at his home, as 95-year-olds are prone to do. You understand? And when he got back up, he's like, damn it, man. My neck, it's just freaking killing me. Something is not right. And so uh, despite his uh, basic you know, idea that he doesn't want to go into the doctor because he's not a real big fan, his family convinced him, hey, listen, Grandpa, you got to get in there, figure out what's going on. And so they decide to do some x-rays on his neck, and they find something that uh, he didn't even know existed. And that was Big J. He had a bullet in his neck that had been lodged there for about 77 years. How? How do you not know that? The former soldier identified as Zhao took a fall at his home. That's when the neck pain started. Family took him to the hospital to get it checked it out. Doctors took an x-ray, discovered that he had a bullet in his neck and a bunch of other shrapnel in his body as well. Now, Zhao says he remembers the war. He remembers it being extremely chaotic and recalls a lot of the fierce battles he has been in. But for the life of him, he could not remember ever getting shot, let alone getting shot in the neck. Now, after discussing the risks of performing the surgery on the 95-year-old to remove the bullet that was causing him some pain, he and the doctor said, you know what? Skip it. The bullet had been there that whole time, 77 years, hasn't caused any real major damage for almost 80 years. So he's like, you know what? No reason to change things now. Let's just make it happen. Let's go through it and let's battle through and see what happens. But yes, he does not remember being shot in the neck, which would seem like one of those events that would be lodged in your memory, whether you like it or not, you know? But also, man, I mean, 95, I imagine things come and go, but it's not, again, it's not like he... Remembered it the last 40 years before that either, you know? Yeah. So it may be one of those deals where it was just a really awful battle and he knew he had some shrapnel and just assumed that was part of it. Man, what a tough bastard. Not knowing that he had been shot in the neck. And I don't know how hey, Ted, that happens. Man, what's yeah. that? that thing in your neck, man? You I don't got, know, got, like blood coming from it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Something must have uh, happened. I'm, I'm fine, though. I mean, I can move it. Everything's okay. So they decided to just kind of leave it be. And that's exactly what they're going to do. So a reminder, that's one tough 95-year-old for sure. But also, that's what the human body can do, man. It can just function pretty much okay without having to worry about it. And there's a foreign object inside of your neck doing God knows what. And oh, by the way, it took a fall for him to actually realize it some 77 years later. So... I think we're put together all right, Big J, for the most part. 
Gonna go on your way to make us uh, have a little bit of trouble, but this certainly qualifies, but he's gonna decide to just tough it out. And I don't blame him. I guess if I'm posed with the same thing, you're like, listen, man, I'm 95. I'm in the epilogue of my story as it is. And so do I want to undergo an elective surgery to remove something that's been there for almost 80 years? Probably not. I think I'll just play my hand as it lies and see what happens. So he's going to be okay. No real damage done. They can't say it's like, you know, messing things up. They're just like, hey, if you want that bullet out, we can take care of that for you. And he's like, I'll pass. Now, that's not to say that you should be walking around with a bullet in your neck, you understand. But that is to say, if it hasn't done any problems, I think you're all right going forward. So, human body one, bullet nothing, Big J. Not bad. Not bad at all. Way to go, dude. Although, uh, fall one, human body zero. That'll always take you out if you fall the right way. So, always be careful walking around your house. Morning after, crazy that a fall can do more damage than a bullet, but here we are. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up, some important stuff. We also have your pop culture smackdown. That's all happening. But first... The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Good news. If you're into space travel, according to the BBC, a NASA expert has said they expect humans to stay on the moon for lengthy periods of time during this decade alone, Big J. When? Howard Hugh is the uh, leader of the Orion Lunar Spacecraft Program for NASA, and he says habitats would be needed to support scientific missions, but a large part for going back to the moon and setting this up is to discover whether there will be water at the satellite's south pole, because that could be converted to provide a fuel for a craft going deeper into space, like Mars, for example, so it'd almost be like the moon would be our pit stop before we hit Mars, as it were. And so they expect that to be up and running in the next three years. And then elongated series of people staying there and, you know, setting up colonies and trying to figure out if they can utilize this to make it happen is going to be happening very, very soon. Pretty sure I saw this in Airplane 2. How did it work out? (laughs) Not good. It wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah. Same thing for All Mankind as well, the show on Apple+. Plus Doesn't work out great when we start setting up stuff on the moon, at least in the fictional world. Let's hope real life it tends to go a little but bit better But it's crazy it. it's taken this long to even think about that. Well, I mean, it, once again, we, we haven't exactly prioritized this. I mean, you know, it's one of those deals where space travel and space exploration is is pretty good. But if we're being pretty honest, we've done a pretty piss-poor job of taking care of this place. And so the ability of kicking the can down the road a little bit and trying to mess up someplace else wasn't exactly high on our priority list. And now it's like, well, maybe we do need kind of like a parachute. <laughs> We should probably be looking around for something. And now we're getting serious about it. And through the help of, you know, basically, I think, getting kicked in the ass a little bit by some really rich people that have started to do some space exploration, NASA's like, yeah, we should probably get our act together. And now they're trying to do so. So we'll see how this happens, how right they are, and if they are start setting up stuff on the moon. But Big J, let's get you to the moon. Let's no, go. thank you. Huh? I now, don't... You don't want to go? Not really, no. How come? There's no need for me to be there. What am I going to do? You bring people to entertainment on the moon. We can do that right here. Beam it by satellite. Uh, Yeah, but that's not the same. Well, then you're coming with. As like doing the first radio show on the moon, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, No, 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 no. This is about you. No, I'm not. It's about the Big J show. It's the Big J show. Let's make that happen up in the moon. A lackluster start in Laramie, but you know what? Boise State pulled it off. You can pretty much thank J.L. Skinner. Boy, they better be patting him on the back for saving the day not once but twice 
in the Broncos win over Wyoming. 20-17, to your final score. That does mean they have clinched the Mountain Division title, and Boise State will be hosting the Mountain West Championship game. That's happening on the blue on December 3rd. Pretty nice. World Cup is underway if you care. Ecuador already knocked off the uh, the home team, the host team, if you will. Uh, Qatar 2 to nothing in the first game of the World Cup. But and can we, they drink? Uh, no, they cannot. Oh. And we have ourselves a Monday night football game tonight. The Cardinals and Big J's 49ers will see who comes out on top in this particular battle. Some sad news over the weekend. If you were a big fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the 90s, it was reported that Jason David Frank, better known as the Green and or White Ranger, uh, committed suicide over the weekend at the age of 49. His representatives and family have asked for privacy as they come to terms for the loss of such a wonderful human being. Uh, basically, uh, he was the Green Ranger Tommy Oliver in the 90s show. And then, you know, he's spent the last, I don't know, 20 years kind of doing the Comic-Con tour, as it were, the uh, popping up and meeting fans and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But he hadn't really been able to shake that particular thing, which is always tough, I feel like, to have that, like, level of fame and then to only be known as that and not have anybody give you a chance as anything else. Probably a tough demon to get rid of. And while, you know, you're going around because you want to make money and meet fans and make autographs and all that kind of stuff, it's probably a bit of a burden and a tough shadow to... Uh, get out from under and so you know that's the kind of stuff that people don't talk about and that can affect your mental health without a doubt and so it's again a reminder that listen if you are going through some tough times find somebody to talk it through there are people that are willing to help and can get you through these dark times because even if you've had the highest of highs no matter when that happened sometimes you can still experience the lowest of lows and so i never watched mighty morphin power rangers so this was a bit of a disconnect to me but i certainly understand the tough feelings of you know having that success and then having it taken away from you and well, then realizing huge. you can't climb the mountain yeah it of course huge yeah, it was gigantic i mean movies television shows gigantic and he was probably the most popular of the bunch and that makes it even more difficult you know yeah so it is tough and very sad news over the weekend to be sure Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And more comedy action for you as Mr. Bill Burr is coming to the Ford Idaho Center Arena on December 8th. And we will hook you up with tickets here to that very funny man if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Do I have the date wrong on the board? Is it the 8th or the 18th? Uh, It's the 8th. It's the 8th? Okay. Um, we yeah. should probably confirm that. But uh, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play the game that is called Pop Culture Smackdown. Either way, Bill Burr tickets are up for grabs. Very funny. Former guest of the morning after. And Big J, I welcome you to National Board Game and Puzzle Week. Therefore, the questions will be all about board games and puzzles. Uh Uh-oh. If you think you got what it takes, get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. Big J, are you as close to ready as you're going to get? Yeah. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Chris. Chris, you are up first. Chris, what are the two colors that players can play in Connect 4, the original game? Uh, red and yellow. That is correct. Right. Good job. Big J, <laughs> how many letters do players need for a word in the game Wordle? You know I've never played Wordle. Uh, but I imagine through osmosis you've seen the tiles and stuff. No, in your feed. no. Nobody's ever posted a tile no. in your Twitter feed? I've never looked at it. Oh, my God. like, oh, I'm so interested in this. 
I'm gonna go seven? Seven, no, I'm sorry. Five? Five would have been the right answer, yes. That was my second guess. Five letters in Wordle words is what you're looking for. Uh, any reason why you don't play it? You adverse to? Yeah, it's words. I see. Not a fan I'm of I'm a Neanderthal. That's not true. You understand how to read and write. Uh, I do. I just, you know what? It was so popular all of a sudden, and I'm just like, I don't, you know, I'm going to wait until it's not popular and then be like, hey, well, well, this is cool. I got you. Wait until everybody hops off the trend and then jump yeah, on Yeah, I've helped my kids a couple times. They've asked me questions and helped give them answers. Like what? Oh, I don't remember specifically. I was going to say, like, I mean, like, it's not really like a team effort kind of a thing. I'm interested <laughs> to see how like that works. We were driving down the road and it's like, hey, what's a word? Five letters... But yet seven came to mind first. I, I'm sorry, yeah. Got okay. me spot. Congratulations. By the, way, the eighth, let's throw in another number, is accurate. What's that? December 8th is December accurate. 8th. Thank you. I will update. Thank you very much, uh, sir. You have got tickets to Bill Burr on the 8th to go check him out at the Idaho Center. Please hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. And more board game and puzzle trivia will be happening apparently all week because I only got through two questions today. Morning after Not with bad. Nick and Big J. It's okay. Plenty more to go from. And we will come back with a little bit of headline action. That's happening next in the X Rocks. <laughs> Headlines are as follows, Big J, not allowed, going the extra mile, and oh dear. Not allowed. As if we don't see enough advertisements in enough ways, uh, digital or virtual ads are inserted into media in post-production or in real time, specifically in live sporting events. At first, they were seen in like video games, then TV shows started doing them, then streaming platforms, and then during the pandemic, they began making their way onto NBA broadcasts, if you've been watching them. Now, this particular type of advertisement has also killed off uniforms from NBA teams, believe it or not, specifically the Milwaukee Bucks, Big J. They are known as Cream City, and for the last several years, they have had cream-colored alternative uniforms that they have been playing with and been selling, but now the NBA has told them they are no longer allowed to wear those uniforms because they uh, are too close in color to the polished wood of NBA arenas and then make it impossible for them to insert digital ads into the television production. So, hey, your colors are screwed up our overlays. <laughs> because of the fact that digital ads are now a thing, the Milwaukee Bucks are no longer aware to wear these jerseys. In fact, uh, all cream-colored uniforms in the NBA have been banned as of six months ago, and they're no longer allowed to use them in in any way, shape, or form. Seems silly to me, but uh, money talks, Big J, and that's the way things work. Now, keep in mind that teams have created these uniforms also because money talks. That's not their colors. They don't usually use them. They never had. Uh, as a matter of fact, growing up, I don't ever remember Milwaukee being referred to as Cream City, but they saw a way to sell additional jerseys. They created these, and then the NBA said, hey, they're, they're messing with our broadcasts and our money flow, so you have to stop. So I'm sure they'll come up with some other nickname or some other way to use them. It's just interesting to me that this is even a thing. And I guess that goes to show you how little I pay attention because I couldn't tell which ones are digital and which ones are actually on the court and how it all works and when they're actually trying to get to me. But then again, I also can't remember any advertisements that I've seen on the floor of an NBA game. So yeah. I, I guess what, NBA, they're not working on me. Maybe they are on other people. But uh, it's caused NBA teams to at least have to pivot, which is always interesting to me. But it shouldn't be because money is king of everything. Going the extra mile or oh dear. Oh dear. Deer don't know what windows are, Big J. 
And a deer broke into the Wells Nursing Home in Johnstown, New York over the weekend. Employee there caught the whole thing on camera. The deer entered through another building via a window, smash, and then was filmed making its way through a physical therapy room before crashing out the building via another window. In total, the deer was inside the facility for about 10 minutes. The administrator says the deer did not appear to have any serious injuries and did very little damage to the building outside of two broken windows. But every single winter we get these from time to time. Deers busting through patio doors or breaking in and jumping into businesses because they don't know what, you know, they're just like, hey, man, I'm on a roll. Let's keep hey, going. Looks like I can get in there. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Bam. And then doing some damage and then being, of course, freaked the hell out because they don't know what's happening. So a reminder to, I don't know, have curtains up or something that actually prevents, if you're in a deer or wildlife area, them from thinking this is the place to be because it can be a costly thing. And my guess is deers don't have insurance. And uh, so it's going to probably come out of your pocket in order to fix that. Wrap it up with going the extra mile. An airline pilot and a California airport crew worked together to reunite a passenger with a phone left behind at the gate. And a window-reaching scene was caught on camera. Southwest Airlines posted the video to Facebook showing the captain of the flight hanging out of a cockpit window to retrieve a phone that was passed to him by the jumping ground crew workers at Long Beach Airport. The airline explained the phone had apparently been left at the gate after the plane had finished boarding and then left the gate in preparation for takeoff. So the gate crew then turned around and then grabbed the phone and returned it to the actual owner uh, that was on the plane. Which, number one, seems like a lot of trouble to go through for a forgotten phone at a gate. That's your fault, number one. I can't imagine that happening in my world. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I forgot my phone at the gate, I would not expect my airplane to turn around to go back to the gate to get it for me, number one. Number two, if I'm on that plane, I'm probably pissed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe even boo. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, they bring the phone to the person. Boo! You suck! Keep an eye on your bleep, bro. What are you doing? This is your first time with a cell phone? Get the hell out of here. Now, yeah, now mean, my flight's up, delayed? Chalk that up to a loss, right. pal. Right, or at least you know where it is. Go back to it at Lost and Found or whatever. Track it down. But having the plane turn around, I mean, granted, it's an amazing thing that the pilot hung out the plane window and grabbed this phone for this dude. So, listen, going the extra mile is great. But also, like, there's also 235 <laughs> other passengers on that plane that are probably going, screw you, man. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. That is Rob Zombie. That is Living Dead Girl here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It feels weird not to do it after eight solid weeks of playing a thing called inflation retaliation. We had a chance to give away a lot of money over the last couple of weeks, and it was $1,000 every single weekday. Congratulations to all that played. Thank you very much for the thousands, literally thousands of people that were playing the code words every single day. It was great to see those messages pop up, but we do have one more winner to notify because Friday was the last batch of code words, which means today is the day that we draw the final winner. It's time to give him a call we should do exactly that hello good morning is eddie in please yeah this is him eddie what up man it is nick and big j from 100.3 the x how are you i'm doing well how are you uh not too bad not too bad eddie we're hoping we can make your thanksgiving week a little bit better are you familiar with the inflation retaliation contest we've been running for a little while here on the x i am and you are aware that friday was like the last day that you could text in those those keywords in order to get yourself qualified 
Right, right. Well, uh, <laughs> not to string it out any yeah. longer than I already have, but uh, Eddie, we have pulled your name this morning. You are officially the final winner. We got $1,000 coming your way, brother. No way, man. That's rad. Thank you so much. No, man. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing along. We appreciate it. Were you somebody that was texting every word you could, or were you hitting and missing from time to time? Pretty much, man. As much as I could. I was missing a few, but... Well, your persistence yeah. paid off, man. Congratulations. $1,000 is coming your way. Do you have any plans for the money now that you know it's in your pocket? Honestly, man, just paying bills. It's been a little rough lately, so you know, pay a couple off. That'll be rad. Amen, yeah. amen. Well, uh, thank you very much, Eddie, for listening. Thank you for playing, and you are officially the final $1,000 winner for Inflation Retaliation, man. We appreciate you. Hey, we appreciate you, man. You guys rock. No, sir, you do. Enjoy that cash coming your way, and congratulations again to all the winners of Inflation Retaliation over the last two months. We gave away $40,000, Big J. Jeez. And it was nice to do that, help people out just in time for the holidays, and hopefully you were one of the many that cashed in. If not, listen, we, we, we said it before, but we really do mean it. Thank you for playing along with us. Thank you for noticing our code words are a little bit different than the others out there. Uh, a lot of thought and a little bit of fun was gotten into having uh, having some fun with those code words. Hopefully you enjoyed the uh, the goofy bounce back messages we were giving you as well. We tried to have a little bit of fun with this stuff. You say we, but it was you. Ah, it was we. It was a collective effort. And thank you very much for being a part of the fun. We appreciate it. And maybe, just maybe, we will bring it back sometime in the future. You never, ever know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're coming your way next in the X-Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We got tickets VIP style to the lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, always something going on at the lounge. You can check out events at loungeboise.com and you can use those uh, at any time of your choosing. And yeah, you just need to figure out Bad Impressions and those are yours. 208-287-1003 if you want to cash those in whenever you want. Now would be the time to get on the phone and play our little game. And, of course, it is time for you to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. All you have to do is figure out who Big J's trying to be. It's somebody famous. He's got three clues that revolve around that famous person. If you can get into those three clues or less, then you have this prize package. Any guesses at how long it may take today? Three. Probably Uh-oh, three. Oh, it's going to be a hard one. Let's see if you got what it takes. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name's Ken. All right, Ken, you're up first. Winning an Oscar, uh, Winning an honorary Oscar is heavy. From Family Ties to Spin City and Teen Wolf to Back to the Future. Pretty dang good career. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Two is all takes. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those uh, Lounge at the End of the Universe tickets. What was clue three for fun? I'm trying to topple Parkinson's disease one joke at a time. And why is Michael J. Fox in the news? He uh, was uh, bestowed upon him an honorary Oscar on Saturday. And uh, part of the uh, humanitarian award for the 13th Governor's Award in Los Angeles for his work with Parkinson's disease. Uh, of course, he established the Michael J. Fox Foundation in 2000, which seeks to find a cure for Parkinson's disease. He was diagnosed with the disease himself in 1991. Woody Harrelson presented him the award and said, this guy, this guy was a master class in comedy. 
He turned a chilling diagnosis into a courageous mission. Michael J. Fox never asked for the role of Parkinson's advocate, but it, he is its best performance. And, uh, you know, it just the way he approaches this in the, in the humor, uh, as he was up there on the podium, he invited his wife, Tracy, up there. Uh, and he said, quote, Tracy made it clear she was with me for the duration. He said after inviting his wife to the podium and he said, I cannot believe I've been standing here for this long. It's a miracle. He also asked her to carry the ward for him. I cannot walk and carry this thing, he commented. But I asked Tracy to do once again, carry the weight. So uh, with humility and just amazingness, uh, well deserved. Did uh, did he and Woody work together on anything? I'm trying to think if they actually did or if they're just was, friends was he outside. Doc Hollywood, maybe? Uh, oh, yeah, he was. A good call. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Woody in a very bit part in Doc Hollywood. Also, uh, excellent move. But isn't it kind of like... Not cool that they didn't do this during like the main telecast. Like, if you're going to give a guy an honorary Oscar, wouldn't it happen yeah. during the Oscars? Yeah, you would think. And also a way to really give him the honest and goodness respect and that maybe, he deserves. Maybe they will. Who knows? Yeah, they could, I suppose, and do it all over again. But seems weird to like give somebody an Oscar away from the Oscars. But you're right, much deserved and very, very awesome that at least he was recognized in that way. Morning after with Nick and Big J, and we will come back with some wrapping up of the show that's happening next on the X Rocks. That is Three Days Grace. I am the weapon, and that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We did give away the last $1,000 available for inflation retaliation. Thank you all for playing. Congratulations once again to Eddie for being our final winner of the bunch. Nice to do that. Gave away some Bill Burr tickets. That trend will continue tomorrow. Another person got qualified for the UTV that we're giving away, courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports, as well as Volkswagen of Boise. That also will happen again tomorrow around 7.30, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, big congrats to Ghost as they took away favorite rock album in the American Music Awards uh, and uh, for Imperia and Tobias Forge, Mr. Ghost himself, uh, accepted the award without makeup on, Nick. Yeah, did you see the uh, the interview where they called him Mr. Ghost? <laughs> not, it oh sounds like God, a big it J. So it sounds cringe. like a big J. Oh, my hey, God. Mr. Ghost. He was. He even had to laugh at it. Like they, they, It was very clear the person interviewing had no idea who he was, yeah. nor what he represented, and, and just called him Mr. Ghost, and he was like, oh. <laughs> That's like me being told, hey, you're going to interview Eminem. So, or you had your thing. own Tobias Forge uh, moment, if you remember back at the Rock on the Range days. No, that's your fault. That's not, not my, my back. fault. Tell me I got a big, huge booger in my nose. I'm not going to tell you during Come the interview on. that it happened. I didn't even notice it, until halfway uh, through. God, And that you was don't awful. interrupt the interview by going, hey, I mean, I want to ask you a question, Tobias. But first, my co-host has a huge booger in his schnoz. Oh. And I can tell you're looking but at it. So We were literally like two feet from each other though we were in his trailer yeah so i mean not not like we're spaced out like we were all standing right next to each other and he had missile lock on that thing man i mean like i mean he was just infatuated with it i think he i think one of the songs is about it on the new album as a matter of fact i'll tell you about it after the snot blocker it's called snot blocker yeah it's pretty impressive uh that's a reminder to uh research and know the people that you're talking to just in case you're curious morning after with nick and big j that's gonna do it for us jason drew's up next you guys have a good one it is the x rocks the morning after podcast brought to you by idaho advocates you didn't deserve to be in an accident but you do deserve an advocate make sure you hit them up on their website idahoadvocates.com